0: Rise on time. <sighs> it's butt-whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. At broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros.
1: What time is it? Days and
0: simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell.
1: Stop what you're doing and listen. and snap, back to pass, what?
0: and there's a throw. Caught touchdown, back end zone, near side. It's caught
1: by Kincaid.
0: Wilson under center. Now Wilson looks like he's checking here. Nope, it's a pass. He's got Javante wide open.
1: Javante makes the catch. Walks into the end zone. Touchdown. Denver.
0: He'll dribble towards the left. Over-the-shoulder pass. Tyler Perry shoots for three. Splash. He got it. Tyler Perry. He does it again. That is a third three ball for him. 17 on the shot. Now to Gasson, behind the back pass to McNair for the flush. How about that? Will McNair has six from David Gasson, and it's 45 to 35.
1: In the shotgun formation is the quarterback. Murray is at his side. Shotgun snatch to Allen, runs at the 10, tucks it under the 5 to the pylon. Touchdown, Buffalo! Lutz
0: kicks it on the way, and it is good the broncos can celebrate because they have come to buffalo and upset the bills by a final score of 24 to 22 oh my goodness people what did we watch what did we just witness last night on monday night football that's what i want to know good tuesday morning everybody it's the morning blitz Glad you're with us here for the next hour or so. As always, the text line open, 785-899-2222, number part of the morning blitz here on this Tuesday. Very still, very cold start to the morning, at least it feels that way, 36 degrees, but it's going to get warmer. 70 degrees, Christian can go out and play golf with a light on his hat if he wants to. (laughs) So... And we got a full show ahead here for you today. We'll have Kenny Hernandez, Colby Community College athletic director, going to join the program at the uh, bottom of the hour. We'll visit with him about uh, CCC volleyball going to the national tournament, uh, cross country having a great showing, what to expect with basketball. Of course, season just getting going tonight. Full night at Juco Hoops tonight, by the way. We'll get to that coming a little bit later on. Kind of the final tune up uh, game for these teams before the dreaded Jayhawk schedule begins. Uh, so, final tune-up tonight in the Juco Hoops Department. We got that to get to, and we're also going to have a little fun. We're going to play Christian's first-ever game of, what is it, <laughs> first to first and worst? Uh, the NFL first and worst? Uh, we'll get to that coming up a little bit later on as well. So, Full show ahead here today. Once again, hit us up if you got thoughts on our text line number 785-899-2222. I want to hear from all the Broncos fans, that's for sure, who Ooh. should be? Who should have slept very great with a big smile on their face last night uh, and probably wake up this morning feeling very good as well. Uh, they should. The Denver Broncos find a way to go to Buffalo and beat the Bills 24-22, the final score on... I didn't have time to pull this up, but I wanted to. You know that 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 crazy clown music that you hear sometimes. You know, <laughs> da, 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 like that slap. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, that either
0: either that that or or the or the slapstick comedy music. It doesn't matter. Cue it up right now in your heads because that's exactly what was happening in that football game, especially late. Let's think about this. The Broncos take the lead on a very. Very well done play by Russell Wilson. He was blitzed. He flips it out into the into the backfield where Javante Williams catches gets in the end zone. Broncos are up with I think like just under four minutes to play. Mm-hmm. Buffalo goes down the field and on a long. And then on a long give to James Cook, who all of a sudden they found a running game, did the Bills. I don't know where it came from, but it appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> and then he, James Cook fumbles the ball. It bounces back up into his chest and he runs and Denver tackles him. And then a few plays later, you know, Josh Allen takes it in and gives the lead. And let's not forget prior to that, I forgot to mention, this is also part of the slapstick comedy part, is that before after the Javante Williams touchdown, they missed the extra point. Which was the second missed extra point of the night for the Broncos special teams unit. And so that made it still a six-point ball game. So guess what? The Bills go down the field. They score. They kick the ball through the uprights to give themselves a one-point lead. And then what happens? Well, the Broncos go down the field, aided by a pass interference penalty on just a 500 ball. I mean, it was. Russell Wilson stood back there on his back foot and heaved it to the heavens. And uh, Jerry Judy came back, got an offensive pass interference. Of course, the NFL spot foul right there. So already in field goal range. They take a few knees. They they try to run the clock down really without any timeouts, which I admit I don't think I've ever seen before. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. And they operate it. They had to have their not first, but their second one of the day, what they call hurricane or fire drill, where you have to run everybody onto the field and kick the field goal. Will Lutz, with four seconds left, misses it to the right to lose the game. Only to have Buffalo have twelve guys on the field to move it up five yards closer. Do it again, and this time he corrects it, puts through the uprights. I mean, if you're a if you're a Broncos fan, you had a you either had a headache or a heart attack, one of the two throughout the game, but you are still excited this morning. After that game last night. That was absolute insanity um, of what went on last night. It was crazy. But the Broncos come out on top uh, last night, 24-22. Crazy game. Crazy game. I, I Me and my wife were watching the game, and I'm not lying. We were laughing. It was like watching a comedy. We were laughing at all the buffoonery out on the football field that was happening. Absolute buffoonery.
1: I mean, what were we saying the other day? It's better to learn from an ugly win than a pretty loss dang straight hopefully yeah hopefully denver fans you know are just we take what we can get type of thing because yeah that was that was wild the 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 james cook big run at the end first off yes they found a running game out of nowhere and right when obviously didn't work out for him but right when they needed it because josh allen was something last night and that something was not good uh, do you remember last year, was it last year or two years ago, uh, that wild play at the end of the Raiders Patriots game uh, when the, it was last season, when Jacoby Myers kind of flipped it behind him and uh, they were lateraling when they didn't need to lateral and the Raiders pick it up and, and return it uh, oh, and okay. beat the Patriots? Yeah. Chandler Jones, stiff armed Mac Jones. So hard, his head dribbled off the turf. That is the only other time I can think of someone dribbling on the football field effectively. James Cook lost the ball and almost didn't have to break stride. I mean, he was still just booking it. And you almost, yeah, you lost that game so many times and had so many chances to win if you're the Bills. Josh Allen and those turnovers were brutal, especially at the end of the first half when you essentially spot the Broncos three points uh, when you had just stopped them defensively to force a field goal end of the first half. Then Josh Allen throws just an abysmal pick. Uh, I think that not a turning point in this ballgame because they had plenty other chances to win and, of course, were leading late after that missed extra point. Uh, but it was... it's. Indicative of the game where you give it away so many times. Uh, it felt like both of these teams should have been getting blown out the way their offenses were playing. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, the the Denver defense, I mean, come on. After you give up 70 to the Dolphins earlier this year, the way you're playing the last three to four weeks, more than admirable, admirable and you pair that with... Russ Wilson was solid, effective. Obviously, he uh, was the beneficiary of one of those Derek Carr underthrow the balls and, and hope you can get a, a DPI as your receiver works back. But. Wild game, just a not not what I was expecting uh, out of out of a Monday night game, to be honest.
0: You know, usually the Monday night football games are turds, as I like to call them. Yes, and, uh, exactly. And this, even though it wasn't like beautiful football, it was still entertaining. I will give it that. <laughs> it was, I mean, don't get me wrong, I I couldn't take my eyes off it. I had to watch yeah. this game, and that's saying something because like I was because I was trying to watch Nebraska basketball like on my tablet, and so I was watching <laughs> that a little bit as well. But I couldn't keep my eyes off this football game because of how crazy it was. By the way. Okay, quick question. I, I want to correct something. I think the Denver offense actually—you you didn't think it's—it's—it's it's, it's not amazing. But I'll tell you what. I actually think it plays into what they want to do. I don't. You know, the last How two so? teams, the last two teams they've played in Josh Allen and led Bills and the Patrick Mahomes led Chiefs. You don't want to give them many opportunities. So you play keep yeah, away. Yeah, that's true. So they ran the ball effectively. 100, 122 yards, just 3.2 yards per carry. Nothing great. No touchdowns. They ran, the, they ran the ball effectively. Not great, just effectively. And once again, I'm just going to give some love to Russell Wilson. I think he gets a, a lot. he's gotten a lot of flack, and some of it deservedly so. But 24 of 29, that's only five incompletions with two touchdowns and no picks, I know, for 193 yards. And yes, they, were, they, brought, they brought pressures. They brought blitzes. He flipped it out of the backfield to the running backs a lot. It doesn't matter. There were no turnovers. He moved the p- team down the field into field goal position. They did not score touchdowns. That's one thing they got to get better at. But they, they got points. And when it mattered most to go down and get the win, they didn't. And so uh, Russell Wilson gets a little bit of a bad rap. And I do think he's definitely gotten a whole heck of a lot cockier over his last couple of years. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Listen to his postgame interview. But I'm going to give him some credit. I think he's got 18 touchdowns, four picks. That'll play, folks. Okay. That'll play. On the flip side... Josh Allen, 19 touchdowns, but 11 interceptions. They had four turnovers last night, did Buffalo. Four. Four turnovers. So, let me tell you this. Did the Bills and Josh Allen lose this game, or did Russell Wilson and the Broncos win this game? That's the question.
1: I think certainly the Bills lost this game, and I I get what you're getting at. The, The Broncos hung around, and it's exactly what you what you want from a team uh, that's playing against the Kansas Cities of the world, against the Bills of the world, where they possess the football. That's what I talked about uh, the Colby Eagles a lot this year, where they weren't able to do this as effectively as you would have liked. Uh, they didn't uh, run the ball, I think, as, as well as you would have liked, but you, you kind of stick in this game uh, where... It's just close the entire way through. You can't turn the ball over four times and expect to win, no matter how much talent you have offensively uh I think the Denver team did turn it over once, but uh Russ didn't have anything to do. Uh, they had two with uh, that, I think.
0: yes, they had one fumble one fumbles what they well, have
1: and uh honestly. Throughout a lot of his career with the Broncos, however short it has been, I've seen a lot of Russ being uncomfortable in the pocket and uh, while not necessarily doing anything that shows up on the stat sheet bad, uh, he, he, I think, abandons that pocket and looks to use his legs quicker than you would like. I saw that a little bit last night, but he seemed very confident and I think he has in recent weeks, and it seems like maybe it's Sean Payton, maybe it's just the different system, chalk it up to whatever you'd like. I think in recent weeks, he's more confident, he's more in control of this offense, and I think you see that with how relatively efficient they've been. No, I think, I think that's, you know, my wife asked me, how the heck
0: are the Broncos all of a sudden becoming better? And I said, well... <laughs> I, I don't know how much better they've gotten, but I think once again, when you have new systems and you have new coaches and you have new beliefs, you ha- it takes time to convert that. It takes time oh, to yeah. get that done. You don't, and we talked about, the thing is the world has lost its patience. It absolutely has. You're not going to remember this. Some people will. Some people remember the dial-up internet. When you had to dial-up internet, dial-up internet, the dial-up internet, you had to sit and wait for the internet to go, and then you had to wait every time you clicked on something about four seconds for it to actually load the page. Instead of, you know, pulling it up on your phone, oh man, uh, you know, what, what? what's the menu at so-and-so place? Just look it up on your phone. We've lost patience. We have lost patience in everything. You know, nowadays, you can go and you can find any movie you want on streaming somewhere. You can find any movie you want. You want to watch The Godfather? Go ahead. You want to watch The Hangover? It doesn't matter. You can find it anywhere, and... It used to be where you had to sit and wait to possibly see it come up on TBS or something like that if you were at home or you had to go to the movie theater to watch it. People have lost patience. Things take time. <laughs> it does not happen overnight. If you start a new job tomorrow, do you think you're going to be the absolute perf- the, the, the perfect person for that job the very next day? No, it's going to probably take some time. Most people take some time to, uh, to adapt to what's going on. That's what's happened with the Broncos. I'm not saying the Broncos are going to go and they're going to win the division. No, I'm not saying that. But they're better. Their defense has made some corrections. They're looking better. The offense, no doubt, looks better. And no, no doubt, Russell Wilson looks a hell of a lot better than he did last year. And I'll give all the credit to Sean Payton on that. Very well done. So, it was a crazy game last night. It was nutty. And, yes, the Bills lost that game the bills have lost a lot of games in fact the bills have probably lost about four out of their five games this year they probably shouldn't have lost those they lost them mm-hmm. give credit to denver for being in that game long enough to then steal it at the end to then steal it so g- congratulations to denver broncos to denver bronco fans uh that was exciting last night uh, and good good for good for uh troy Aitman and <laughs> and joe buck i always think about the broadcasters like oh my gosh what a turd. Mm-hmm. Like Sunday night football, the last <laughs> night, we didn't even talk about it because the Jets and the Raiders. Oh, yucky. Yeah. So yeah. bad. But uh that game last night, despite being a turd, was funny. It was a bad, funny movie that ended well for Broncos fans. Uh 24-22 the win. So Broncos improved to four and five Bills, dropping to five and five. And we'll talk more about them a little bit more coming up in our first and worst. Uh, segment coming up in our third part uh, before we get to a break bring on kenny hernandez colby community college athletic director at the bottom of the hour i do want to highlight a couple quick things last night basketball uh k-state with a win over south dakota state not just a win but a romp as a uh, mm-hmm. christian said i mean when you shoot that kind of percentage from three you're going to feel pretty good 56 percent from three point 14 to 25 they were unbelievable terry uh tyler perry and cam carter go an impressive 10 of 18 from three Put up 25 from Carter, 22 from Perry. Uh, They might have found something in Big Will McNair Jr. He looked pretty good. I don't remember him playing very well the first couple of games. Ten points, seven rebounds, ran the floor well, did the big man. So K State, I think. Here's the thing: K State is not as talented as a team, maybe top heavy as they were last year with with the guys that they had in Keontae Johnson um, and. For some reason, I'm forgetting the short point guard that I really like, but I can't remember his Marquise name. Marquise Noel. Thank you, Noel. Uh, they may not have as much top-end talent, but they might be a more balanced, talented team this year. Maybe not as high-end a talent, maybe just more balanced. And if they're a better three-point shooting team than they were last year, that'll help cover up a little bit of the lack of playmakers that they had. That might be the case. Now, 14-25, let's just, that's not going to happen every single night. Still, though, pretty <laughs> no. good night, I'd say, overall, for the King State Wildcats, oh, yeah. who improved to 2-1. and one.
1: I mean, you. I grew up Detroit area, so I love the, the scrappier teams, and obviously, you don't get to show it as much when you shoot 56% uh, from three. But the the team that Michigan likes to think it is this year that uh, you know Harbaugh called us America's team <laughs> last night, which is crazy, crazy. By the way, we're not going to talk about that. A ridiculous claim to make. Uh, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the the blue collar teams of the world. And uh, I love that K-State, in the games I've seen so far this year, seem to outwork everyone that they've played. And you got to remember, this is a team that got, I think it was 13, but a certain uh, a number of votes uh, to be in the top 25 at the beginning of the year. Of course, they, ended, they began the year unranked. Uh, but from the looks of it right on the cusp, and how do you get ranked over the course of the season? You beat good teams uh, that aren't great. You know, you can't always beat the the USC's of the world, the Kansas that you're going to see a couple times of the world. Uh, but you do have these matchups uh, where you have the Jackrabbits, who they're 1-2 and two right now because you just gave them a loss. But they're very solid, right? And you get good wins over them. And, and what I was struck with in the second half, was it was always about a 15 to 17 point lead up in there. And every time SDSU made a little bit of a run, strung a couple of baskets and stops together, they always had a stiff arm. The Cats were all there with an answer to keep them at arm's length. And obviously Cam Carter and Tyler Perry were... Incredible ripping the net, but especially Cam Carter getting downhill, I thought was really good. And like you said, Will McNair, when you have uh, a guy get, or I believe it was arrested at the beginning of the year before the year started, and you're all of a sudden, you're down a big man, uh, you you need guys, especially forwards, to step up, and they're not always going to be able to bang with some of the guys, the Hunter Dickinsons of the world, uh, when you have... When you go against teams that have that kind of size, so you need to be able to shoot it better, and I think that's the trend you're starting to see here.
0: Uh, Also, no Arthur Kaluma last night for whatever reason we don't know why, Mm. um, which is kind of suspect. We'll figure out more about that later. Coming on, Uh, shout out to South Dakota State though. I mean, this is a good program, folks. They'll Mm. they'll be playing in the Summit League. They'll be going deep into the uh, into their league tournaments and probably have a chance to make it tournament. Tip of the cap to a guy like Charlie Easley. He started his career out in Nebraska and really didn't play a whole lot. Had <laughs> dropped twenty-one points last night, so good for Chuck Easley. Yeah, looked good doing it. Yeah, so good for him. Uh, one more quick thing: Nebraska beat Ryder in the first game of the Corner Sker Classic, 50 last night. Double-double for Rink Mass, thirteen points for CJ Wilcher, as the Huskers improved to three and zero, and they've got a they've got a cupcake. Pre, uh, schedule for the most part through the first five games so they better go or through the first four games at least so they better go at least four no in my personal opinion uh and cannot forget tonight uh, which we'll touch on this a little bit later on but tonight big big game KU versus Kentucky tonight yeah. the two winningest programs in college basketball and the two highest paid coaches in college basketball it's all about the wins and the money no, I'm joking, but it should be, well, I don't, I would, this is me, I, have, I don't know anything about Kentucky, but I know something about Kansas. If Kansas doesn't win by double digits, I'd be surprised.
1: You know what, <laughs> uh, ESPN agrees with you, you know how they do that little percentage thing? Yeah, the predictor. Uh, going to win, you need, yeah, 75% for Kansas. I, I think they think, and I think a lot of the media, uh, us included, look at this as kind of a super team this year. Yes, I uh, it, They're going to be very, very good. Super team, I think, is, yeah, it's hard to stop a guy like Hunter Dickinson when suddenly you have uh, some of the weapons around him that he really, frankly, just did not have. Uh, his last couple of years at Michigan.
0: Kevin McCuller Jr., the best point guard maybe in the country. They, yeah, they've got – not Kevin McCuller Jr. Um, Dewan Harris is that guy, but uh, you know, great, great pieces all around him. Yeah, it's I, – I predict Kansas to win by Double digits. That's just my thought. But that's in the State Farms Champions Classic tonight at the United Center. I think before that you got Duke-Michigan State. That might be a better game. Mm-hmm. Might be a better it game might. than what Kentucky-Duke is. By the way, it's going to be a late night for UKU KU Jayhawkers. 8.30 tip-off. <laughs> Pre-game yeah. starts at 7.00 on uh, on hot or on flyover country 97.9 so you want to make sure that you uh, check out that on flyover country 97.9 okay it's right at the bottom of the hour we're going to get to a break and we come back kenny hernandez colby community college athletic director going to be kind enough to spend some time with us next you're listening to the morning blitz